and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. And as always, today I'm joined once again by Imogen. How's it going? Yeah, it's going very well. Thank you very much. Uh, I just heard an ice cream truck outside of my window. Uh, we panicked for a second, thought it might be coming through my mic, but you haven't said anything, so I'm guessing that it hasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it's you. Although so you, I, I also thought you were going to say it's like the, the ice cream truck was like coming through your like window, which is going to oh, smash no, no, through no. your window or something and just deliver well, you some ice creams aggressively. If he was going to deliver me ice cream, that would be fine. If it was purely to, you know, just destroy my windows, I wouldn't be so happy about it. But if I've got delicious ice creamy treats, then yeah, all right. That's fine. I don't think I've bought an ice cream for an ice cream truck in in years, actually. And I feel quite bad about that. Have have you bought one from an ice cream truck? I haven't. No. So I've lived here for like uh, since November. So months and months now. And I hear this ice cream truck like every day. Sometimes it comes at like four. Sometimes it's like later on at like six. And every time I hear it, I'm always sat around my pajamas. I'm like, man, one of these days I'm going to get dressed and I'm going to go out and get an ice cream. And I still haven't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what what um what ice cream would you get? Ooh. I'm going to judge you sort of heavily on this one. I don't know. I um, haven't bought like ice cream like that in a very long time. Um, I like if they oh. have them. I like the the magnums oh, with like yeah. the raspberry in them. So like you've got like oh. a little layer of like raspberry goo or whatever before you get to the ice cream. So there's like chocolate, raspberry, chocolate, and then ice cream. Oh, that sounds decadent. It yeah, is a bit sounds... of a decadent ice cream, yeah. But if they I'm... had them, I'd get them. I get them from Morrison's sometimes, <laughs> but not from ice cream trucks. <laughs> oh, the poor ice cream trucks. I, I, yeah. I think I go for a fab. Um, oh, that's a classic. Uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of got something in my head. I'm trying. I'll try and describe it for the listeners, but it's like a multicolored, like lollipop, I guess, and the top <laughs> bit is like sort of chocolate and then with like layers of sprinkles or something at the top yeah. I think is that sort of roughly what it is like hundreds and um, thousands that's it uh, and that's you know it's a classic it's um you know it's colorful um and that's what we like so yeah. yes um at some point hopefully I will hear an ice cream and I ice, <laughs> ice cream and ice cream it's an ice cream just running down the street yeah <laughs> sloshing all what, over the place I wonder sort of what jingle an, an actual ice cream would have, I don't know, like a, a horrible drip or something, probably. A horrible drip or just screaming because there are children <laughs> chasing it or something. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> um, on that note, before we uh, head over to Newsland, let's hear a little word about this week's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Wild Bill's Craft Beverage Company. Imogen, uh, do you enjoy a soft drink? I do, yeah. I love a good soft drink. Oh, well, that's very convenient because then you quite like what our sponsor, Wild Bill's Craft Beverage Company, have to offer. Uh, They've got soft drinks in flavours like black cherry, orange cream, sarsaparilla and Dr. Bill's molasses. Those sound like very, very good cowboy drinks. Uh, And where might I be able to buy those, Ed? Well... Uh, unfortunately, those aren't available in the UK, which is gutting. Uh, but for our American listeners across the pond, you can head to drinkwildbills.com and use the code CHEERS15 at checkout for 15% off your first order. Yeehaw, that, that sounds like a, a deal and a half. So, 
onto the news. And in this week's segment, Imogen's going to take us through what's been going on in the aforementioned newsland. Yeah, so uh, this week I just have loads of Apex Legends to talk to you about um, because Apex started a new season and there have kind of been some other weird news stories coming out about it and, and some fun news stories as well. Um, so yeah, to head into the first thing, the most recent story um, is that Apex Legends is getting cross-platform progression next year. Uh, which is nice. It's had crossplay for a little while now, um, but you know it doesn't have so cross progression. For those who who don't know, um, basically means that you can, regardless of what platform you're playing on, so PC or console, you can move your progression from your account between those. So at the moment, it doesn't have that. So if you wanted to play on PC, you will have a separate account to what you'd be doing technically on console. Um, which can suck because if you like buy a battle pass on one, it means you can't level it up on both. Or like if you want to be portable as well as playing on your PC sometimes you can't have the same account on your Switch which is which sucks so it's nice that um that will be coming next year and they've they said that is going to be a thing uh, in a in a Reddit Q&A recently yeah that's that's like awesome i i, I remember playing apex i think i started playing apex on my ps4 mm-hmm. um and then you know i adopted it on pc and i was a bit gutted to not see the little bit of progress that I'd made yeah. I'd carried over as well. Like, oh, God damn it. So Yeah, it's sad because you lose skins and that as well. So like if you have a skin that you really like on one game that you've you've earned or you've unlocked with coins or whatever, then you can't use it um elsewhere. So yeah. I think there's a lot of legal issues with cross progression because obviously if you're buying things through different accounts and different platforms, like, you know, PlayStation wanna take a cut if you're getting it on PlayStation and EA probably wanna take a cut if you're getting it through Origin or whatever. So I, I understand why it's taking them a while to get there. But yeah, we'll be nice to have it. Yeah, that that's 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 great. I, I'm well up for that, and I think <laughs> like, as as someone who likes to you know play on different things, you know, if I'm on the sofa, I'll have the PS4 out or whatever. Um, but then if I want to get super serious, I'll uh, get on the PC or something. So I think it's nice now. I just can't wait for that. That's great. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, elsewhere in that Q and A, um, there are a few other little bits and pieces. So. Um, they mentioned that there might be some balance changes coming to Bangalore and crypto um, just to, to make them a little bit better. Some buffs. Crypto is notoriously one of the worst characters in Apex right now, um, just because other characters do his job much better. He's a tracker. He has a cool little drone, but you know you might as well just use other characters that can... You know, he has to go like static. He has to stand still and throw out his drone, which is just doesn't work really in a battle royale where you have to run around a lot, I find. Um, so yeah, he's just, he's not great. So he, he needs a little buff. So it's nice, nice that a little buff will be coming to him, potentially. Nice. So yeah. do, do we know sort of what, what sort of, or have they just sort of said like? No, it was pretty vague. Yeah. So it's people being like, you know, hey, are these characters going to get any changes? Because we would like that. And the devs were like, yep, something's in the works, but. Yeah, they know but that. Who knows? They know they're due changes, but it's for the moment we don't know what that will be. Oh. Um, but yeah, um, someone that we we do know is due changes and will uh, be definitely getting them soon is Sia, who is the brand new character who was uh, released this this very season. Um, and he's great, uh, really fun. Is another a tracker, like I mentioned, like Crypto, um, except from Sia is just super strong like he has an ability that you just blast through walls and then you can see your enemies it stuns them briefly so if they're healing they stop healing um and also you can just see their health bars so it's like wall hacks it's like legal wall hacks um, oh my god and it's really really strong uh, and people are understandably a little bit like mm, this is a bit much i i still feel like it's 
you know, he's new and people have to take a while to get used to these new characters. But um, having said that, I did have a whole game where I just got bullied by Seers constantly. And I kind of get it, you know, when everyone's playing Seer, it's everybody knows where everybody is. And that's not so much fun. <laughs> yeah, the whole like... <laughs> The fact that he's just like a legal wall hacker is it already says that hmm, maybe this is a little yeah. bit much um, for the game. But hey, I, I do want to try him now that you've mentioned this. Um, but I, I like I don't want to bully you. So well, that's fine as long as you're on my team. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. If I'm fighting against you in the arena, I'll be like, oh god, <laughs> run. So I assume they're sort of going to, are they toning him down? Are are we, or like, is he just going to stay as he is? It's a big belief. They haven't actually said um, what they're going to do to him. I assume it's going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a tone down. Um, So like all of his abilities are pretty good. Like his passive ability has a, he has a heartbeat, he has a heartbeat sensor when he's aiming down sights. Um, which is just useful for finding out if there's people sort of relatively nearby you. Um, and then his ultimate ability is similar to his, um, the tactical one that I mentioned before, um, but he like throws out like a big like orb of drones. And if any enemies run around in that space, you can see where they are. You can like see their footsteps and see where they're going. Um, so it's all quite a lot. Like I feel like maybe they're going to change his cooldowns or something, or they might make it so you can't see enemy health, but you can see where the enemies are. Like, I don't know, it makes you very confident to push a squad when you know exactly how much health they're on, which I feel is incredibly strong. Yeah, he sounds great. Even, even just that, um, the ability like with a heartbeat sensor when you're mm. aiming in sounds like extremely strong. Uh, you yeah. could almost just sit back as Seer, just stand next to a wall and sort of just detect people whilst your teammates just do the work for you almost. Yeah, um, pretty much. I mean, it's not, it's range isn't huge. So you do have to kind of be in the rough vicinity of where people are. Um, but yeah, like I've used it, me and my friends have used it a couple of times to just sprint at people. Basically, we're like, well, we know they're roughly in that direction. They must be in that building roundabout. And so we just go for it. And like it, yeah, he makes you very confident in, in pushing squads, um, which is nice for people who maybe aren't so confident in that. But for people who know what they're doing, he's, he's a scary character. Yeah, almost gives gives them a little bit too much info too yeah. regularly. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I want to give him a go before the inevitable. <laughs> yeah, you should. He is good. I mean, like, so the 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 worst experience I've had with him so far, and I did write about this uh, on rockpapershotgun.com, um, was uh, I was in a situation where it was myself and my teammates, and we were in like one of the final rings. We had a seer on. We didn't have a seer on our team, but we had two enemy teams on either side of us that both had seers and they kept using their abilities one after the other to shoot into the building that we were hiding in uh, and when they did that they would take a little bit of damage off of us and we would try to heal up and then the other seer would take a little bit of damage on us cancel our healing and just fuck us completely um, <laughs> so for about five minutes straight we were just getting blasted by two different seers who were trying to figure out where each other were but we're not succeeding in that they were figuring out where three idiots trapped inside a building were um and we ended up dying because if we tried to pop our heads out, we'd just get shot. If we stayed inside the building, we'd just get blasted with drones. So we were like, cool. So we'll die then. Okay. <laughs> I love that they're trying to like figure out where they both were. Uh-huh. You you were just trapped in the middle. Like they're yep. almost just like, guys, could you just get out of the way, please? But like, they were just detecting you, but didn't really want to. And uh, I couldn't help but laugh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> 
oh, that's exceptional. I assume you just kind of, you just cowered in the corner and we did. And, and just kind of just took it, I guess. There's not a lot you we can did. do, really. It became like a game because when, when Sierra is using this ability, so he like fires out, a, like a, it's like a cylinder almost in front of him. And before it blasts, you do see it like appear. So you've got like a split second before it then blasts and then we'll tell you where, uh, tell, tell him where you are. Um, and so every time we would see this cone uh, or all a cylinder come into the room that we were in, we'd be like, right, where can we hide in this tiny little place where that is not going to detect us? So we were like jumping, trying to jump over it. We were trying to crouch underneath it. We were trying to like dip out of the room really quickly and then dip back in, which obviously they still knew where we were because they would have seen us run out of the room and then run straight back into the room. But it was it was like its own little game. I was going to say it sounds a little bit like a little mini game yeah. <laughs> in in the middle of like just a firefight between two teams. <laughs> Yeah, it very much was. And we died very quickly um, once the zone started to come in because we were like, well, we now need to move. Um, and then we'd heard the other squad on top of the roof of the building we were in. And we were like, mm, this is the end. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so he's like, he's fun when you have a when you have one on your team, it's great. When you have them on every single other enemy team, it's less great. Yeah, that sounds absolutely brutal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully... Sometime soon, they did say in a, in a in a upcoming patch, um, he would get uh, nerfed a little bit um, or changed. Maybe not necessarily nerfed. Who knows? But I will be interesting to see what they do. I feel like it will be cooldowns they do, but I'm not sure. Not sure. Um, so yeah, short of that, other new things in Apex, we've got um, a couple of the characters got buffs, um, which is really nice to see. Uh, so Fuse, who is the Aussie with a big like mortar that throws fire on his back, has got some good buffs. Um, basically, his ultimate lets him throw out like a ring of fire around enemies. Um, and it looks really cool. Wasn't really that useful because when you do it, you can't push through the fire, obviously, to kill the enemies. But then you also can't really see them very well because there's loads of fire in your way. <laughs> Um, so they've made it so that when enemies are in his fire, he can actually see them. They're like highlighted in red, which is really ah, nice. That's, that's nice actually super useful. Yeah. yeah. That's like a real game changer for him. The sounds of things. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I've used him a couple of times since and it's been really handy. Um, and then he's got these little cluster bomb grenades as well that he throws out and they've doubled the duration of those basically. So they just, they last longer, um, which is nice. It's, and people haven't really realized this because obviously it's a new change. And so you kind of throw them out. And people are like running around and running into your grenades because they're like, this is over. I can push you now. And you're like, nah. No, they're, they're here for double the time if they you've are. read the patch notes. Yeah. <laughs> Although I have also caught myself out on that and thrown them at a door and gone, it's over now. I run through the door and taken loads of damage from my own bloody grenades. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, on top of that, uh, Caustic has got some changes too. Um, he was nerfed a little while ago because he's the one with uh, gas traps. Um and his gas trap damage was really, really reduced, made him kind of useless. Um, they've now changed it so the damage that players take when they're st stood in it ticks up over time. Um, so he's a lot more useful again now. Oh, nice. Um, I like, yeah. I, like, I love that I just got really excited about that because I, I like the idea of Caustic. Like, I think oh, yeah. he's, he's a character who, who appeals to me. I don't know why. I just like the idea of setting up traps. And I've sort of gone off him because... I just sort of realised the traps didn't really do too much, mm. but now that that's a thing, I, I'm I'm very excited for that. Yeah, you should definitely give him a go. I've I've played him a couple of times again since the the new season started, and I've won. I think the only matches I've won have been when I've been playing Corsic, and I think yeah, he's in a much better position. 
Nice. Ah, oh, this is this sounds good. Like, it is good. The the poison boy is He's back, back on the back, back on action. the menu. <laughs> yeah. Because he was one of the first first new characters that was added to the game, so he's been around for for ages, and it's nice to nice to see that edgy boy back, nice and strong. Yeah, and you could do like some weird stuff. Well, not weird stuff, but you could do some quite interesting things with his traps. Can you could like put them behind a door, and that would like block yeah. people from you know that that yeah, sort of stuff. There are lots of very mean tricks you can do with caustic. <laughs> just yeah. trap people in rooms with just loads of stinky gas. It's great. I think I like I've got this quite malicious side to me uh, that comes <laughs> out in like shooter games. So I think that's that's probably where where I enjoy nice. the gameplay of caustic. Yeah, and then so sort of paired with all that good stuff there is one last thing i want to mention new things wise there's the new lmg um called the rampage lmg which is a very slow firing weapon uh but my god does it do a lot of damage um and you can charge it up so there's a sniper rifle in the game called the sentinel which you charge up with shield batteries um the rampage lmg you can charge up with thermite grenades which makes its rate of fire go up um, and it's great. Like it shreds people. I think me and my friend were testing it out and I think it does the most damage of any of the weapons in game at the moment. So I feel like that's going to get nerfed, but it's very fun. It's very good. Wow. Like I, I like this, <clears throat> the, the idea that you can charge guns up with mm. grenades because I always found in Apex, it was a little bit, it's been a bit frustrating when you just find like a ton of the same grenade and you sort of you drop in them because you don't want to carry loads and stuff but I like the idea that you can sort of funnel them into a gun if you find one I think that's a cool yeah, idea yeah absolutely so if, if you don't fancy actually using grenades for their normal purpose I know some people aren't really fussed with them um, but yeah they are great for for this new LMG which is very nice indeed and is it kind of like it fires the actual grenades or it, does it sort of transform them into no, like no so it, it does it just it, kind of it just ups the rate of fire basically so it ah, makes it okay. overcharged um yeah i'm not sure exactly why they use thermite grenades I, I would have thought yeah i don't know maybe their initial plan was to make it like explosive rounds or something i'm not sure but yeah it just kind of yeah makes rate of fire better so it goes from being a pretty slow lmg to a, it's still not very fast mind you even charged up but it is better and it's a good gun anyway so it's kind of just like worth doing if you're you know, about to get into a firefight like oh pop a grenade in it yeah, and just just let let loose the, the old rampage. Absolutely. Um, so I have so that's kind of the new stuff. That's the new season. I've been playing a, a whole bunch of it, um, and and I will be dragging you into a bunch of it soon. I'm sure. Yes, I, I'm. I've like yeah. Warzone has kind of it's run its course with me, and I, <laughs> I need a replacement. And Apex, I think, is the one. I've I've always wanted to get into Apex, but I've I've struggled with it, and I think mm. that's because. It's the pace is totally different, and yeah. I'm struggling to keep up. But I think once I get used to that, then I, I can get into it. It just it's going to take time. You're going to have to just be patient, and we'll we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, and now, now speaking of struggling to keep up, Ed, do I have <laughs> a confusing Apex Legends story for you? Um, so this is some stuff that's kind of been coming out over the last couple of months. Um, you know, Titanfall 1 has been being hacked for a, a very long time. Um, it's historically been pretty bad with that sort of thing, with the online not being very playable for a lot of people. Um, Titanfall 2 started to have a lot of DDoS attacks this year as well. Um, and because those games were broken, um, 
hackers then started attacking Apex to be like, hey, Titanfall is broken. We want someone to do something about this. And kind of at the time, I think we did mention this as well. We talked about it a little bit on a previous podcast. We were like, oh, you know, that's kind of fair enough. They're trying to get the devs to see it. Although maybe this isn't the best way of going around it. Um, Well, so it turns out, Ed, that the hackers that were hacking Titanfall are actually the same ones that hacked Apex and it's some elaborate plot to get the source code from Titan- of Titanfall from Respawn. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, right? Uh, okay. Right. So I had to write this news post and I it took me a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. My, my, I am a little bit scrambled. Um, my head is... Like, I, this, yeah, this is confusing but also i feel like there's a the plot twist will hit me soon and it's uh-huh. it's so i kind of yeah. the rough allegations are that a load of hackers spent months attacking titanfall so they could pose as good guys and say hey look we can we can fix the hacks so that respawn would uh basically give them the source code to titanfall um to help with that um they went so far as to attack apex legends an entirely separate game to bring attention to what was happening in titanfall but then that backfired because the Titanfall community went, hey, actually, no, you're the same people attacking the other game. Um, the hackers have denied these claims, worth saying. But what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> what? So they. So the ultimate goal was was to get get hold of some source code. Did yes. you say? So so basically, these these hackers have got they've had a project for a little while um, to revive Titanfall Online, which was a game that was being made for like Asian markets um, by another company, uh, and it got cancelled I think in 2018. Um, and so there's been like a community project to try and revive it basically. Um, and I think that the hackers needed the source code for actual Titanfall to be able to finish their project. So they've done this whole elaborate scheme to try and I don't know, maybe I think there were suggestions at one point that one of the guys was trying to get hired by Respawn or maybe just get the source code from Respawn. Somehow they wanted to get the source code and they thought that hacking multiple games was the way forward to do this. Although, you know, it's kind of, it's such a wacky, bamboozling scheme. I kind of refuse to believe that it's true. Because... Yeah, like, why, why have they, like... It's so easy to say, but why why do it this way? You yeah. know? Like this seems like such a just a convoluted criminal way. I don't know. Just a polite email might have sufficed, you know? I, right? I like know. I feel like if you're if you're trying to do, do a nice like Titanfall community project, like that's a cool thing. And maybe just being in contact with the devs or being in contact with Respawn and being like, hey, we're doing this. Is there anything that you can do to help us? And building a relationship with them like that would have probably been the way to go about it as opposed to breaking their game, then saying, oh, we can fix it. And then breaking another one of their games briefly. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Guys, like, come on. Uh, well, I sort of look forward to like the live action uh, Netflix documentary <laughs> that's going to arrive soon um, for this one. Right? Like, it's just mad. I, I, I reached out to Respawn to see if I could get a comment on it and, and haven't heard anything back. And so kind of at the moment, it's all allegations and it's very much, you know, he said, she should, he said, she said, but I just don't, I just don't know. I can't decide in my head if this is true or not. Cause I feel like maybe someone would have, someone could have decided this was a good idea, but, but really, yeah, is there like another plot twist incoming? Yeah. That is the whole, it's been, it's like the whole of the Titanfall community is actually 
out time port's not actually broken yeah it's, it's just people saying yeah it's broken but nobody <laughs> nobody's gone in to check so we're just kind of taking their word for it yeah oh yeah well i i still to be honest i'm still processing the news in my head <laughs> and yeah, we'll talk about this another time and i will probably have figured it out by then but my god in a fortnight on the next podcast you'll be like right so remember that apex thing like, yeah. oh, <laughs> there'll be like another element be to like, it, yeah. and i would have just caught up be like three more updates and we're just like oh, i don't even know where i am anymore yeah. who am i Wild times in Apex Legends, man. It's, it's, all, it's all going down. It's all going down. It's all kicking off. Back to something a little simpler. Um, and away from the Apex news now, I've talked for like 20 minutes about that. Enough. Um, we've got Back for Blood because it's open beta uh, at this hey. point of the podcast going live would have kicked off again. So um, had a beta last week and they are, the open beta is open this weekend for like everybody. Um, so last week was for people who pre-ordered or got code off of streams and, and for press and that kind of thing. Um, but now it's open for for all to play and enjoy. And I've had a really good time with it. Um, I played a bunch of my friends over the weekend. And yeah, I forgot how nice it was to have a nice PvP or PvE game rather. Um, just shooting some zombies rather than stressing each other out in Valorant all the time. How did you sort of compare it to Left 4 Dead 2? Or did you have you played Left 4 Dead 2? I have played Left 4 Dead 2. I've yeah. actually not played a whole lot of it because I started PC gaming kind of late. Um, so Left 4 Dead 2 was one of the first PC games I did play. Um, this was only like four years ago. Um and I only, yeah, sort of played a few levels with friends because we always kind of dropped off it pretty quickly. Um yeah. but I feel like I am less likely to drop off of Black Back for Blood. And I'm not really sure why. I think there's a bit more substance to it, maybe. Would you say it's maybe like the card system or something that might maybe. sort of bring you back? Sort yeah, of the cards the are really cool, actually. Yeah, because there's more customization, right? I think that's nice. And with the weapons as well, the weapon system's brilliant. Um, I'm yeah, still kind like of rarities. every run. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every run, I've just kind of been picking up every random weapon just to kind of try it out. Like I'm like, I don't care what it is. I'm just going to give it a go. Um, and I've liked most of them so far, except from the snipers. Snipers aren't great in zombie games. Stop yeah. Playing, stop playing sniper rifles in zombie games, guys. This, they're so pointless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's super true. I, I I think like the guns feel super like weighty. I'm a I'm a big fan. If you like the main thing with this game is shooting zombies, and they've done a really good job making mm. it feel really good. I think, um, and the card system. Um, it's kind of interesting. You seem to be able to like build. Well, we we we've all gone hands on with it. I did a little preview of Catherine, um, Alice, and Cullum, um, and obviously you've played with your mates. And it, it, yeah, the card the card system's kind of you build a deck um, before you kind of head into a mission. Although yeah. from what I played, it was a little bit. I didn't really know what was going on, if I'm totally honest. But sort of uh, like during. A session. It seems like you get a card um, after reaching certain safe rooms, so you can kind of build your deck as you go, and those cards will then mm. increase your stamina or your damage or something like that, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. Um, I assume you can unlock more cards um, to give you to, to to like help you create an optimal deck for you or something. Mm. I think um, it's with these sorts of things, it is kind of hard to get your head around immediately because it's is it's like a different system to, you know, what you're used to in games like this. Um but yeah, I thought it was really good. So yeah, as you're going through, like you said, you kind of 
you've built a deck at the beginning and then as you go through it offers you cards from your deck to that you can use to to buff yourself oh, a little bit. Is that <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's what it does own deck. oh i see yeah. i was like where are these cards coming from <laughs> <laughs> so you build your deck like at the start like and then you choose which deck you use and then as you progress you like it lets you draw one from the deck to like have as uh. your i think i'm I think that's how it works. I'm pretty no, sure that's how I, it works. Yeah, I feel like you've nailed it. I was just like, <laughs> where? Like, <laughs> I just, this is beyond like, me. Oh, these buffs. This is so kind. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, game, for giving you all these extra cards. Like, <laughs> what happened to my previous deck? Like, who cares? I'm getting all these new ones. Yeah, so um, it's, it's that. And then when you complete um, acts and like missions in the campaign, uh, you get like, are they like supply drop points? I, I think I don't remember. Yeah, um, I think there's like supply. Yeah, you're right. Like supply yeah. points or something. And like that. then you use those to buy other cards that you can then like put in your deck, and you can chop and change different things so that you 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 know you're getting specific cards from your deck each time you go on a run, um, which is nice and it is really useful because it's really really customizable, right? So you can build your character however you want, and there's absolutely going to be a meta um, if there isn't one already of like you need these cards and these cards and these cards to make the strongest, most OP character to go through. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I think it's just like been sort of wanting a new Left for Dead for a mm. while and this kind of scratches scratches the itch pretty nicely. Like it's just nice to to play a game that is basically Left for Dead, but with, with just more, it just seems like there's more of, yeah. of like everything, in my opinion. Like it's just like you were saying, like loads of guns. Um, really impressed by like the selection and like the fact that you just find loads of them, like just scattered about. Um, and the fact you can like attach like scopes and things on them and thought that was really cool. Even though the yeah. scopes are kind of not not amazing. <laughs> like I kind of yeah. just wanted my iron sight because I didn't want to like a six times scope to like zoom in on <laughs> like 50 zombies coming at me. Um Oh yeah, I, I did accidentally also, pick up a, a sniper scope on my shotgun one time and I was like, this is not at all what I yeah, wanted. <laughs> like, and you just got to stick with it. I, or, or maybe you can, I think you can probably swap them out, but I'm stubborn. And if I've, if I've spent <laughs> money on something like that, I'm going to be like, right, I'm going to use this. Um, so yeah, like I, I'm a big fan. I'm sort of um, in, in, intrigued to play more basically. Um and hopefully, I don't know whether it's going to be... Do we know if, if this open beta is going to be a bit different to the one... I don't think, I, as far as I'm aware, I think it's going to be the same. Yeah, so it opens um, from Toby from yesterday, by the time this podcast comes out, uh, and it ends on August 16th. Um, so yeah, you've okay, got, so got a good a few, few days, days to, to get stuck in over the weekend. Um, but yeah, I'm reasonably sure it's going to be the same thing. So it'll be the same uh, like little campaign mission. I say little campaign mission. It's actually quite long. Um depending yeah. on the difficulty you put on at least um yeah like um in our in our little preview session we spent like a good sort of good two hours just going through the pve stuff like yeah. the, the missions and we like i think we had maybe two or three sort of um missions to, to go like sort of scenarios to take on because we just got stuck at, at one section we were sort of like we'd re- we'd entered a church. We had to like board up some windows, yeah. and we smashed them out by like these arm lads. Um, and it was like it was really hard. It was genuinely difficult. Um, which which was really good in my opinion. Like it sort of was a real challenge as opposed to just kind of a mindless um, slog through loads of zombies. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I think that's that is definitely something I liked about it. We played it on the easiest mode the first time I did it. 
um, as we were going through, we were like, oh, this is like a bit too easy. Like, you know, nothing's really giving us much. And then we put it on the middle mode and like, that was so much better. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is how this game should be played. Like this is, this is a nice level of challenge. And like you said, the church, that was really good. Um, yeah. The, the environment felt, like, like, uh, good... felt like Call of Duty zombies boarding out the windows. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I liked, I liked that. That was sort of, um, the, the little things that it makes you do, like, um, you know, the fact you've got to interact with things and, um, you know, plant bombs on stuff and board up windows and other things um, are, are quite inventive, actually. I, I know mm. like Left 4 Dead 2 kind of did that a bit, but I feel like in this one, it's, I don't know, just a slight evolution on interacting with stuff, which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, so very good. So yeah, get yourself, get yourself into that open beta. I believe it's on Steam and the Epic Games Store. So um, I believe you don't have to buy the game to get into this one. So it's just... Just have at it. Have a it's go. A free for all. Yeah. Um, next up on the newsy list. Uh, so we talked about this on the last podcast, but PUBG now has a zombie game mode. That I've, I've not played it. All I know about it is that lots of naked zombies. Uh, it's a PVE horde mode. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Just looking at the... I've also not played it. <laughs> I'm just looking at the image and it's really cracking me up because they are just like full-on naked zombies. Um, unlike Back for Blood, where the zombies are all dressed in in vest tops, they are or like gilets, gilets, gilets. I don't know how you pronounce it. <laughs> um, whereas here, it is you know they're just running at you, uh, just everything's out, which which I quite enjoy. I think it, it looks really amusing to me, <laughs> but I uh, but I am um, I am childish, and this is what amuses me. Uh, so that's all I've got to say on that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I have nothing to add but <laughs> naked zombies. Why not? I mean, do people get buried naked? No, they don't really. So it doesn't make any sense. The zombies yeah. have removed themselves from their graves, stripped out, stripped off, and then just running at you. What, yeah, why not? Uh, does it sort of help them sort of move faster? I guess streamlined. Yeah, there's sort of streamlines. <laughs> there's nothing weighing them down. Um, they're just very maybe sort of cleverer than you. Yeah, average zombie. Maybe we'll never know because I don't <laughs> don't think I'm gonna play PUBG. Yeah, no, that's the same for me. <laughs> All right, next up we've got uh, Splitgate, the portal esque shooter. Um, its servers are all fixed for now. Um, it, we talked about this before. Its servers broke because they had like two million people download the game and want to play it. Uh, and they did not have the server capacity for that many people to be descending on their game at the same time. Uh, and it's better now. I think they've they've managed to sort it um, with with a bit of new funding to get some more server capacity uh, and upgrade it all. So yeah, it's going well, going well for the Splitgate team at the moment. Yeah, it's like it's like really nice to see. Um, but also, I'm like, I'm just quite surprised. You know, like I'm just sort of surprised at how popular this game yeah. has become. Um, cause I, uh, you know, the world does not revolve around me, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> but I, I don't really have like a huge, huge, uh, inkling to, to play it, but, but clearly loads and loads of people do. Mm. Um, maybe just people are hungry for, for Halo or getting tired of shooters that are out already and they want something new. I don't know, but oh, yes, good, good. New, new things. 
doing devs doing well. That's what we like to see. You love to see it. You love to see it. Yeah. Uh, and for the last last little story um, that I have for you today, Ed, uh, Valorant put out a patch uh, this week. It's only a small thing with a few bug fixes. Can't talk today. With a few bug fixes and stuff. Um, but there's an interesting point in it because they've said so. There's a character called Yoru um, who is a like teleporting edgy blue dude. He's very cool. Um, he's supposed to be getting changes, uh, but they said that the team has to indefinitely delay his updates because they don't have resources to change that character specifically. And I'm just really curious as to what the reason behind that could be. Yeah. What? Just one character specifically that they can't do updates on. I know. Yeah. I wonder if it's maybe the team that is meant to be working on him or working on something else. But I yeah. would have thought that, that some developers would be familiar with what he I don't know I mean, this might be just me be completely out of touch not knowing how game development works but it's just a I just thought it was a very odd odd note yeah that sort of the the, the entirety of like a separate team that only works on him is mm. might have been sort of shifted onto something else it sort of suggests that they're all kind of working on you know something sort of bigger than than the heroes like yeah. a, a major update or something I mean who knows I'm also probably quite out of touch with how game development works <laughs> but it is interesting isn't it it's just one character that's just totally not you know you, yeah you do sort of think that other sort of members of the team you know there's a they can come across and and maybe tweak what what's wrong with him or whatever but i don't know but i'm no game developer so yeah yeah old one um yeah other than kind of that in that update uh, Viper has been kind of technically nerfed a little bit. They released her with a bug that made her ultimate, which is like a big smoky field um, spawn, like in a slightly different place, um, which a lot of people thought was an intentional buff because it was kind of good. It was making it spawn on where your cursor is, so like in the middle of the screen. But it's meant to spawn on top of her. It's meant to like come out of her, basically. So they've fixed that now, um, which it, I don't think that will change. It won't impact the game too much, I don't think, but. Um, uh, one more cool thing they've done is they've added a a balancing button for custom games. So I find a lot, um, I have a big discord uh, of people who I play Valorant with and we often do scrims and just do custom games against each other because there's too many of us to go into a normal game. So there's only five aside. Um, but now you can, as long as you have at least six players, so three for each team, you can now say to the computer, hey, balance us and it will then place you like each of you and your friends on teams depending on um like your skill level uh oh. detected so which is just an interesting i we haven't yet used it so i uh, haven't yet been offended by <laughs> how good <laughs> this update <laughs> thinks that i am at valorant that's super interesting well wow. like because i just thought it would only work on like bots or something you know something yeah. like internal but the fact that it's I guess it will just judge you based on your your like elo or rank or whatever you call yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be funny to see where it where it places you and if it'll break up some of your friendships um, because you know <laughs> they're they're at risk. Like, well, there you go. Stay in tune. Stay tuned for the next podcast episode where I am either incredibly happy with how good the computer thinks I am at Valorant or incredibly pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> it'll all become about like not even ranking up but just trying to impress this random yeah. like 
ELO matchmaking thing. Mm-hmm. I can be like, is it going to put me on a team with friends that I actually want to be on a team with? Or is it going to put me on a team with friends that I'm like, oh, I don't know, don't know if I want to play with them. <laughs> God. Because as much as I love all my friends, you know, there's a, there's always a couple that you're not, you're just like, oh, don't, come on, man, don't put me on a team with him. <laughs> <laughs> I can already feel like the friendship's just like, <laughs> just breaking a little bit. Love it. Thanks, Valorant. Destroying my friendships. Um, so now on to our theme. Uh, and this is the bit where we focus on a topic and have a good old discussion about it. Uh, so this week we're diving into, uh, you know, if the Olympics were to be like, hey, esports is here now, which shooter should be in it? Um, what would our picks be? Um, and we're going down this theme because the Olympics were on recently and, you know, we're going to hop on that sporty bandwagon, basically. Um, so Imogen, have you got sort of any thoughts on if there was a shootery e-sport in the Olympics uh, yeah. next time in Paris? Uh, which which one you choose? So this is this is a tough one because I think that if the Olympics did for whatever reason, decide to to take esports on, um, and they did have like a shooter section of that. I think that they would pick something really boring, like <laughs> CSGO. <laughs> yeah, they would, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. um, because it has to be something reasonably basic, like that a lot of people can kind of get into and is understandable to watch, and probably is already a big esports. So, like CSGO would make sense, right? Um, yeah. However, I would like something like Apex Legends. Not not the Battle Royale, because I think that ranked Battle Royale is kind of dumb because I don't understand how you can rank luck because sometimes you can just land on guns and the enemy team don't land on guns and they die and they might have been yeah. better than you didn't have any guns. So, But it, like Apex's arenas mode, I think that I think that could do it. That would be a fun watch. You've got some fun abilities in there. You've got 3v3 teams. You know, you can have like some nice, nice little Olympic jerseys for a little squad of three. I think that would be delightful. <laughs> and, and I could see the crowd sort of getting behind certain yeah. characters, you know, that people have mains and they'd be like, you know, this guy from Team GB is a particularly good, um, I don't know, Bangalore main. Wow, <laughs> get, get ready for his Bangalore plays, guys. And the crowd would go wild. So, yeah. you know. Um, as they would in Paris, because there hopefully will be crowds then, uh, like Tokyo, which would probably be deathly silence as they're playing in like a huge arena. Um, but yes, I, I know I could see Apex like with mm. it's it's colourful as well. It's it like is. it's it's not drab and grey, is it? It's. Um, I think it, it would be fun to watch, and I think it wouldn't be too hard to understand because, like, arena matches are quick, but you know, a firefight in a first-person shooter is a firefight. It's they can be a little bit extended, so you're not um, like just watching loads and loads of quick stuff that you don't really understand. I just I think it would be pl- a pleasant watch, you know. Yeah, and I, and I feel like esports commentators are like are actually just really good at their jobs, oh, yeah. uh, and would kind of bring it bring it to life. Um, even if I didn't really understand what's going on, it's kind of like me watching the skateboarding this year in the Olympics. <laughs> I didn't really know what was going on. It just looked really cool. Yeah. So like it would it would probably have the, a similar effect. I would be able to understand that someone has pulled off a move if the if the commentators sort of scream and shout about it and you know they did a jump off a wall or something and get, did a quick scope. I don't yeah. know. 
Absolutely. Um, and I think it would be nice because because arenas matches are like each round is quite short. There would be enough time for a, a caster or a commentator to explain what happened in the match and then be like, okay, so here's a little recap of how that round went. So people would better understand it from that perspective as well. Yeah. I, I think I think Apex could fit. Right, okay. uh, fit quite nicely and this isn't just the... because I really like Apex because I do really like Apex but I think it would be fun to watch the Olympics Ed so what about <laughs> you what, what is your choice for Olympic shooter um, yeah, this, is a, this is a really tough one um, because I think that the really boring person in me would choose CSGO but we're not going <laughs> to do that um, <laughs> so I'm going to go for like a slightly less drab option <laughs> I mean, you already know what's coming, but it's it's probably be Valorant. I think like mm. Valorant could also fit the bill quite nicely because it's it's I guess in a slightly like different way to Apex. It's slower, um, yeah. So uh, like it it gives people watching a chance to maybe kind of just you know um, not be overwhelmed by what's actually happening on screen, but can kind of follow like, hey, this person's walking down this corridor and is like watching this corner for this enemy. Um, and it's easy, it's fairly easy to see what's happening on screen. Obviously, they've all got abilities and things like that, but nothing that the the commentators can't kind of, they've got time to to explain all of them. Sure. Um, they've got character again. It's just like Apex. You've got the characters you can get behind, and um, I think that could work work mm. okay. I think um, one of the nice things about both of those games is that the characters each have different nationalities as well. So you could almost make a, like a little bit of theming around that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and and I think something like Valorant uh, and Apex, to be fair, like um, kind of highlight skill as well. Like it's quite easy yeah. to sort of see good players um and sort of uh i don't know i'm trying to think of a game that <laughs> it maybe wouldn't highlight that as much i guess just something like a battle royale where luck is is more involved here it's like aim is aim is really important and yeah. um i think i think like we're going for that sports esports debate um then you know having good aim and hand eye coordination in these games is like really important so i think that would that would win those people over a little bit, hopefully. Yeah. Sure, um, I think you're just thinking about it now, and I'm wondering if I want to change my answer to Valorant too, because Valorant is really clean looking, if that makes sense. Which yeah. I feel like a lot of the time when you watch Olympics, things are very clear cut and really, really clean, like whenever you're watching any sorts of, like whether it be gymnastics or tennis or whatever. It's always really, there's not too much going on. It's easy to follow. And I think that Valorant, because it's, quite a, a basic looking game as well would, would help with that. Um, and because you can recognize skill in that game because, you know, clicking on heads, they make it look so easy. The professional, yeah. professional Valorant esports is nuts to watch um, because it almost makes you like, oh, yeah, I can do that. But then you play Valorant and no, God, no, you cannot do that. Absolutely not. Yeah. So not to the <laughs> level that these pros are doing it. Like they round corners and one bullet done. Um, yeah. It's so, so, so clean. The so, yeah, reaction no. speeds are mad. Like I, I just don't get it. Um, and I think that would be the challenge. Um, obviously, esports would face a huge challenge anyway. But I think that would be one of the main challenges, wouldn't it? Of like convincing, you know, your average 
what like viewers who aren't really into esports don't really know anything about gaming at all like hey this is actually really difficult like, this is actually really hard and, and yeah. because they're making it look so easy <laughs> um maybe they wouldn't understand that but uh, yeah i think you're right i think valorant like it's it's clean and i could see like um the maps and some of the characters being given um whatever the paris like logo is going to be you know the, the 2024 <laughs> uh, olympics or whatever you know the colors are going to be like london 2012 was like pink wasn't it so yes I could sort of see whatever paris is is um Oh, if Apex Legends was in it for the Paris Olympics, they could have Watson as like their mascot and like main, but she's French. She's a cute, cute little French person. Oh, that would be, that would be With her electric awesome. fences. They could theme it around her. <laughs> there we go. No, I've changed my mind back again now. It's Apex Legends. It's Apex Legends. <laughs> um, I just feel like a quick random throw in there. I'd quite like to see um, Gears of War. I'm like a, just oh, yeah? a huge Gears of War fan. <laughs> and for no, no reason other than I would just love to see the outrage of like just the general viewer when someone just gets like chainsawed in half. Like, I, I don't know how they would make that like, um, you know, TV friendly. They, I don't think it would be allowed. But if it was in there, um, sort of having to explain what Gears of War is, I'd like just see huge burly, burly people with chainsaws on their hands <laughs> to like a general audience. Like, yeah. Would it be too bloody, maybe? Maybe probably too buddy yeah they would have to like make it pg for the olympics mm. somehow like it wouldn't be a chainsaw uh, i don't know it would be like a chainsaw that gives like has hands attached to it that like are high-fiving the opponent as they like <laughs> <laughs> sort of smack them with it or something i It'd don't be know like flowers coming out of it be like the pyro vid for um team fortress 2 where it's like in one thing he's just booting out loads of fire and then in his mind, it's just flowers and bubbles. Yeah. That's what we'd have to do. Yeah, That's what we have to do. Um, but that's unlikely. That's, a, that's a, just a dream. Of course, um, of course. At the Olympic Committee. We, we got the ideas. You need them. We, we're not just limited to shooters either. There are lots of games which we are well versed in, which we could help you create esports at the Olympics. Hit oh, us yeah. Up. There are so many. Just yeah. don't just... Yeah, don't choose something boring like FIFA or something, you know? Oh, like, yeah. You already do normal football. You don't need fake football. Yeah, we want something interesting <laughs> like like Valorant Yeah, or Apex. Or speedruns. I'd take some speedruns at the Olympics. That'd oh, I would love that. I would love to see like a like a super monkey ball <laughs> <laughs> at the Olympics. Yeah, I want to see a glitchless Crash Bandicoot. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, just like Bloodborne, like runs. Oh, it would be a dream. And why not? You know, because that takes you like a blindfolded run of a game Ooh, would be insane. Oh yeah, because that well, that would get like the crowd would understand that that's that's ridiculous 100%. to be able to do do a game fast without seeing anything. Like what the hell? How do you do that? <laughs> um. So there we go. <laughs> there you have it. We, we you know Valorant Apex speed runs, please. So on to names. Uh, this is the bit where one of us presents three player names from a shooter we've played recently uh, that made us laugh or think, who even are they? Uh, and this week, it's my turn. Um, I've got three COD names for you. Um, lay, lay them on me. Lay them on me. Yeah. So the first one, very simple, just called Ibuprofen. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay. 
so this is more for my sake. I didn't really choose this because I was like, oh, that's a funny name. Um, I sort of chose it because I don't really, like, like in past podcasts, like I've learned what um, a gondola is, I think. <laughs> um, you sure I don't, did, bud. I, like, I don't really know what ibuprofen does. Like, I, I genuinely don't know. Like, people are like, I'll take an ibuprofen. I'm like, oh, oh I don't know. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever taken an ibuprofen in my life. Like, has has this name section just turned into you genuinely yeah. bringing me things and asking you yeah, to like, explain you, them? Can you just like tell me what they are, please? Uh-huh. I've taken paracetamol. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever taken an ibuprofen for anything in my life. Um, so so there we go. <laughs> that's, well, that's it. yeah, I mean, ibuprofen is is a painkiller. It's like paracetamol. Um, but it's for like inflammation and stuff like that specifically. So right, ah, yeah, okay. Um, so right, because I was going to say, well, what's the what's the point if paracetamol exists? <laughs> you know what I mean, but, so paracetamol is a better overall, like overall, just general painkiller drug, and they are better for you as well because ibuprofen is actually really bad for your stomach. Ibuprofen are the ones that you should never ever have on an empty stomach, and I still don't have them. Um, I, I try not to take them if I can because um, they, yeah, they're not they're not very good for the tum. Oh, but if you have like bad inflammation or something, if like you've got a tension headache or something, like that, they can't. They are good for that. Um, but God. yeah, I'm not. I, I prefer paracetamol personally. Yeah, they, yeah, they sound so, they, they sound <laughs> scary. Uh, like and, and like this... they're fine. Like they're just a normal over the counter drug. Like they're they're all right. But yeah, yeah. I mean this this player. I mean I don't I don't think I interacted with this player. They were just in my in my battle royale lobby mm. um but yeah uh, c- clearly they they liked the anti-inflammatory drug um that treats pain and fever and inflammation that i'm just reading off yeah. <laughs> the google yeah maybe it, it is the the company that makes ibuprofen and they're like well we've got to advertise this somehow so they just yeah yeah they, just name they, the character ibuprofen yeah or they like this do. they see me log into sort of any form of game and they go we need to kind of educate ed on on things what's what's it going to be today ah uh, yes um painkillers yeah. so maybe maybe they're just it's they're mocking they're mocking people that they're they're fighting in the battle royale they, you know just run around like donk someone on the head with the butt of their gun and go well ibuprofen will help with that and then run <laughs> off just don't take it on an empty stomach and you'll be fine <laughs> Eat this chocolate bar. Take two. <laughs> Call me in the morning. You know, i i might I might buy some, but I'll, I'll obviously save it for. I won't just eat it it's just randomly. I'll try and save it for when I'm I'm feeling bad, and of I'll course. report back uh, one day. Always read the packaging, kids, before yes. you take any pills. Um, Especially Ed, apparently, who didn't know what ibuprofen <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> until this moment. <laughs> so this moment, uh, in a tough, a couple of weeks' time, we'll uh, I'll bring another thing for you to explain to me. <laughs> but I should have learned when I was like, I don't know, five or something. <laughs> but it's fine. You know, it's no, it's no. I don't even know if there's a saying. I was going to try and come up with a saying for like you learn. Well, you learn something new every day. Is kind of the the general. Yeah. Well, hey, look, there are no stupid questions. Like, if you don't know what something is, just exactly. ask, and then you know I'll, what something is. I'll ask it just on this podcast. I'll save it <laughs> specifically for you. Um, okay, moving on, moving swiftly on. Um, we have got uh, LT, which I, I presume is Lieutenant. 
mm-hmm. um, underscore onion ring. Lieutenant uh, onion O-R. ring. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of of sort of military onion rings? Um, I'm not really a fan of the military or of onion rings. So all oh. around, this is yeah, this is not a great one for me. I'll be honest. Like, I don't know. Is this guy? Trying to is is he trying to like be, get down with the kids like ha 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 so random Lieutenant Onion Ring or is an Onion Ring playing Warzone with you I I just don't know yeah it's it's a weird one like I, I think it sort of gives off that like randomly generated sort of vibe to it yes um because clearly they like the military with the mm-hmm. whole Lieutenant thing going on um but yeah I think you're right like the Onion Ring. It's just like, ah, oh, whoa, I'm, I'm just so random. Like, get me. This is meant to be funny. Um, but really, it's just got me thinking about onion rings. And I quite like them, actually. I will feel really bad if, if this actually is someone's name and they're like, their parents have just named them Onion Ring. And that's just his name. He's just Lieutenant Onion Ring. He's served his time in the military. And now he just wants to play a game with his actual name in there. And we're just taking the piss, Ed. We're just taking the piss out of poor... <laughs> Mr. Un- Mr. Ring. <laughs> Mr. Ring. First name, Onion. Yep. He's got like medals that sort of, well, if he's an Onion Ring, then I was going to say they hang off his neck, but they would like hang like sort Tyler, of around, Tyler around him. <laughs> he sort of acts like a, a, a keychain for his like medals. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he has a nice keychain. crunchy outer, <laughs> outer shell, the soft inner, the soft innards. But he smells um, awful. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Lieutenant Onion Ring probably does smell terrible, doesn't he? Um, and I wonder actually if he if he sort of has has siblings or, or family, and they all kind of like play the game stacked on top of each other because that's how Onion Rings exist, isn't it? They're sure. like so. There's like a Captain Onion Ring, a Private yeah. Onion Ring. And Commander Onion Ring. And they're all like lying on top of each other yeah. with controllers in hand. So this is sort of how I'm imagining <laughs> their, their family uh, exists. Um, so the, yeah, there, <laughs> there we go. It's an Onion Ring. Um, I hope we haven't offended you too much. Um, be- best to be of clear, luck, Ed, an Onion Ring is an onion covered in like batter that's been deep fried. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Imogen. <laughs> to be fair, I thought you were going to just actually drop some knowledge and like prove, like prove that like no. I had I didn't actually know what an onion ring was, and I, I actually panicked <laughs> for a second. I was like, "Have I? Do I actually not know what they are?" But, just psyching you out at this point. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I do know. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. I know what an onion ring is. That was scary. Um, like the final one. Final one now. This is another sort of food and drink themed one. Um, this is whiskey spelt wrong. It's not got the e in it. There is there is an e in whiskey, isn't there? I'm pretty certain. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. So they've they've not got the e. Um, they're just called whiskey on the ice. Uh, all all one word with like capital oh. O's and T's and I. But I I sort of wonder if they missed out the e in whiskey because well, yeah. Like, <laughs> did it not fit the word count? <laughs> you, oh, that's absolutely going to be it, right? But it's when you said that, that's made me immediately because it's just, it's the word whisk, right? With a Y on the end. So yeah. is it, in my head, I've got somebody just 
whisking some ice. <laughs> but like, I know that that's not what that means, but I, that's all I can see ever since you've said it. <laughs> that's, yeah, I hadn't actually thought about that. But it's now maybe it's, it's their little whiskey. They put a little whiskey on some ice. They're just whisking some ice about. <laughs> and that's like their favourite. <laughs> that's like their favourite drink is just some ice that they just whisk some ice around with a, little whisk. a glass yeah. uh, whilst they're playing a, mm. a first person shooter. Um, which I guess would cool you down. Uh, yeah. You did whisk some ice around. Um, uh, I, yeah, I. I personally wouldn't go for that drink. That is my favourite drink. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you have? Do, would, are you partial to whiskey on the ice? Uh, I'm not. Whiskey? I'm not partial no. to an actual an actual whiskey. Um, no, no. Gin is more my drink. Not on gin. the ice, though. I don't think I drink any. There's no spirits I would have on ice. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm the same. Yeah. I'm not really much of an alcohol uh, fiend. Uh, I would say I did have a beer. A few weeks ago, or probably not even a few weeks ago, time is just a, a myth <laughs> now. But it was like a, a weird, it was like a peach, like flavored one or something Ooh. like that. And that was really nice. So that's what I would whisk. Yeah, that's pretty good. Ice. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he has some friends like Vody on ice, Ginny on ice. Yeah, or maybe you like go to him and he will whisk whatever you bring to him on oh, the ice. Yeah. So he's actually like, I don't know what you call a, like a bar person who, who does like, you know, cool, you know, like elbows, glasses. Oh yeah, yeah just like a cocktail person cocktail. or a, a mixologist. A mixologist. <laughs> I was going to say barista, a but barista. That's, that's not, that's the <laughs> same it. thing, but coffee. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, maybe he's like a re, like a world renowned, well, they're, they're like a world renowned, you know, mixologist. Um, yeah, I can see it. And just, but but like that's the only thing they do is is whisk. Like they don't they don't do anything else. Yeah, he gets together with Lieutenant Onion Ring, and you've got a night out. Yeah, uh, and then and then after the night out, you you meet up with ibuprofen. And, <laughs> well, yes, there is an order to this actually. Yeah, 100%. and then you're sorted, uh, and you're even sorted because Onion Ring would fill up your stomach. So you're actually safe to have to have consumed the ibuprofen as well. There you go. The more you know. Um, although uh, you sh- probably shouldn't have ibuprofen with alcohol. So that <laughs> no, do definitely don't take that with so, whiskey. No. Yes, another lesson being learned here. Um, don't do that. It'll be after the night out. You know, once they've, I don't know, had more whisked onion rings in the morning. Um. There, so, you yeah, go. there we go. There's, there's the whole story we've, we've formed there for you. Uh, I hope you appreciate that. The new that. challenge in these name sections is just how can we make a story out of every name <laughs> yeah. that we've brought with us. So, yes, thank you for forming that story with me, Imogen. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ultimate Audio Bang. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, then be sure to subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. There are also a number of other ways you can support the show. You can follow us on Twitter. RPS is at Rock Paper Shot. I am at From Edward and Imogen is at Immy Beck. If you want to chat to some lovely people, you can go join the RPS Discord. That's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. You can also get some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. Just head over to our official Teespring store to see what threads we're selling. 
and whether you'd like to actually put any on. Uh, and last but not least, for all of your PC gaming needs, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it from the both of us. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.